This is Amazing Maria, and you are listening to the OVW Podcast. Welcome to the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling. I am not Jack Minotes. I'm actually Tiny Brian, your producer, sitting in the host chair today. Joining uh, you, as always, is our co-host, Brian Hines. Good evening, folks. And with us for this special event is... No, wait, uh, wait, see, you took my joke. I was going to say that I am also not Jack Minogue's. Oh, he is also not Jack Minogue's. Uh, that voice you hear is our, su- is our supervising producer, Victor. What's welcome up, Vic? to the Welcome to the studio. Hello, gentlemen. How Happy to see you again. I'm here. Yay. So Jackman is feeling a little under the weather, so I'm going to step in and pinch it and kind of drive the bus here. And, Get well soon, buddy. And because I have sort of a definite deficit of deep wrestling knowledge, we have brought in the <laughs> the wrestling knowledge of our boss, Victor. So thank you for joining us on short notice. I have Vic. wrestling knowledge? I guess I do. You sure? You've been watching it? Since, I've been watching it since I was probably about six years old. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I've been watching it. Yeah. Some wrestling for a long time. So that's between the two of us. That's over eighty years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, no old kidding. Old like, as dirt. I used. To, I started out on uh, the old NWA on TBS. Yeah. And then uh, they would also had uh, old AWA sometimes on ESPN back in the day. Once in a while, yeah. I used yeah. to catch it at you, my grandma's house catch, after school. Uh, that was the one. What was his name? Larry Zabisco. Zabisco was the uh, champion at the time on that. I used to think he made crackers. <laughs> I know that name. <laughs> hey, before we get too deep into this, gentlemen, shall we have a little of this uh, caramel stave experiment Here from our go. Whiskey Whisperer, Chad? I think that sounds delightful. Right, Cheers. 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 Let me tap the table. So, today we're going to have Ooh, all the... Yep. Today we're going to be getting into all the action from OVW Tough Love emanating live from Historic Davis Arena on February 10th, 2024. And we will be spoiling every last detail from OVW Tough Love emanating live from Historic Davis Arena. So if you haven't seen it, stop and go watch it because, you know, we'll wait. Yeah, we got time. Yeah. We got plenty of time. Yeah. And what are we doing? Oh. Yeah, that's probably enough. Okay. <laughs> Don't let me guys get between you. Y'all talk back and forth pretty well. well I, you're already between us. You're I, literally I between us right I know, now. but I mean in conversation. So we will get into all that action. We're, we're don't no news to – I mean, we just had a regular episode on Tuesday, so we don't really have any new news. Uh, make it sure seems you, like we might. Do we? What kind of news? Uh, I don't know, but just instinctively I feel like there's something I've, I've thought about and – forgotten at well, the moment. Well, Friday so. is going to be uh, OVW Day in Kentucky, apparently. The yeah, that's, 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 that's true. Congratulations. News. We mentioned that on Tuesday, though. Congratulations. We'll, it bears repeating. It does. Excited about that. All kinds of, of shows upcoming in, uh, uh, in Indianapolis, Indianapolis and here in Lexington and, and then at uh, the Ale F- Tailspin Ale Festival. Yeah. That's ja- a different location in Louisville. Right? It is. Yeah. Jackman really wants to go to the Tailspin Ale Festival. He the Alespin Tail Festival. Yes. That's the, the beer yeah. festival, right? I wonder if they will actually have episodes of the classic 90s uh, Disney cartoon Tailspin playing during the event. I would say probably not. You're probably safe in that assumption. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll call that a news segment and we'll get into all the action from Tough Love. Tough Love. Right Ur. after this. Hey, Victor. 
Hey, Brian. Welcome tiny, to the tiny, blue... Tiny Brian, as you are on here. Yes. Welcome to the Bluegrass Homefront ad. Oh, we're here. We're here. We, we talk are. about this all the time, and now you're actually in this moment with I me. I know. You put me on the spot, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to some Bluegrass Homefront in the near future. I, I've been thinking about it a little bit, and uh, sometime in the next few days, I'm going to dig out all my old music, and uh, we'll, we'll craft the, uh, the first, hey, we're coming back music email for all our all former music guests that we had and uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll move forward with, with it sounds good so what is your so jackman asked me this when in the middle of the chaos that was the opening segment for last episode what is your favorite episode do you have a favorite person we talked to do you have a favorite segment uh not really a favorite segment i, I think i enjoyed our journeys more than anything because we drove to whitesburg and we went to uh wherever the cheese lady was at and we went to louisville went to the uh, mm-hmm. so-called uh what do they call it? Oh, yeah, we went over to, oh, no, it's not Old Louisville. What part of town? There's a name for it they have. Yeah, when we talked to uh, the then state yep. co- state uh, representative, um, Attica, Attica Scott. Scott. Yeah. And, and uh, we also talked to the former UK player. Oh, yeah, we talked to uh, Danny Issel, and that was pretty. Oh, yeah, that was that a was, great. That was a great time. It was you like, know, I still have some of that interview we've never released. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that was a great in- interview. Danny Issel was the nicest guy ever. But anyway, this is just supposed to be an ad, so coming soon, Bluegrass Homefront. And go check out those episodes we talked about right now at bluegrasshomefront.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to the OVW Podcast. Welcome back to the OVW Podcast. I'm, <laughs> this is the danger of when I drive the bus. All right, so well, uh, there, we were there, all three. There is danger when you're driving. That's 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 I'm pretty fine. well documented. I'm, I'm getting better. So <laughs> at uh, least we haven't been pulled over the last few times on the just way. Just that there. one pullover. Just the one. Just so. the one time when we were doing ninety because we were a little bit behind. Just, yes. you know, ninety and a fifty-five. And, yeah. And Whoopsie. It, yeah, but we 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 survived. Uh, so uh, getting into this. There was a pre-show. You, for long-time listeners, know we do normally recap those pre-shows as well. Unfortunately, it didn't make the video that I saw when I was making notes. And no. So, although I'm, I feel a hundred percent positive that I did see that so online. What, what, tell us what happened. Do you remember what, anything? What from do it? you remember? Uh, well, I will tell you one of the reasons that I'm here today talking about this is because we were all three at this show. Yes. Uh, me along with my family and um, and you guys, of course, we're all family, but. Uh, we were there, and when I got there, uh, Tony Evans was on the mat. He was slapping it, and then he left. So something happened with Tony anyway. Yeah, and I don't remember. <laughs> well, I let's don't just remember get into what exactly, we actually yeah. see in we'll, the pay-per-view we'll just recap. Get into what we've got. So okay. we start out with a ladder match, and um, uh, Cal this, Hero. This was exceptional. Yes, yeah, Cal so. Hero, who had just become a two champion, two division champion. Cal two a, belts. Yes, with uh, the Rush division and the Kentucky, Country Boy Brewing Kentucky yes. heavyweight champion. Correct. He now puts the Rush division belt on the line in here a, in this ladder match. In a ladder match. Uh, are, not just a ladder match, a seven-man ladder match. Yeah, that includes Maximo Suave, uh, Jack Minogue's personal best friend, mm-hmm. uh, Ragnar the Ruthless, CDP. Will, uh, my, my, favorite, uh, my favorite demon. Yeah. Yes, friend of the show, Will Austin. I thought he was a zombie. Orion, demon. I don't know. Junta Peso, and also Cow Hero. Defending himself. the defending championship. Cow Hero. And yes, this was a, a slam bang of the way to start this, this event. It, boys, boys, they put on a show. It definitely was. This was 
as entertaining a match as I have seen in a very long time. There were, I mean, it, it felt like it went on forever, but it wasn't too long. It no. was also over in a flash. It was one of those th- kind of things. It was, uh, it was exceptional. It was a great match. It and was. when they started bringing all the ladders out, they don't show it right away, but the one ladder at the base of the ramp leading to the ring... That thing is scary. ...is at least 20 feet it's high. 30. Enormous. Yeah. Tw- uh, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, what you could to- walk all the way up that ladder without any sort of problem, grab that belt with one hand... Yeah, if they'd have tried to put that particular ladder in the ring, it would have touched the ceiling. Yes. Like, yeah. it would have not... Yeah. They could not have made that happen. Yeah. So it was intimidating to look at. Just them setting it up for effect at the, at the base of the ramp was was effective. Yeah, we remember. I remember talking like, "What are they possibly going to do with that ladder?" Because it seems like it's way too big to be anywhere close to in the ring. Right, moving it around would be difficult for like one guy, mostly you know, two guys, much yeah. less one. And I, I guess they could have climbed up there and jumped off of it. I think that does happen in this. Yeah. That's it, the yeah. only way well, it's really used. L- sooner or later during the, the match, we do see that ladder uh, used and it just, wow. Yeah, yeah it's ginormous. So just, just such a group of, of just a one at this sort of match. So who did you, did you, did you guys have anybody that you wanted to win? Oh, I wanted Will Austin to win. Ryan, yeah. what did you want? Who did Friend you want? of the show, it would have been great if Will Austin were to win. Storyline-wise, just because I am a man who digs chaos, I would have enjoyed it if ZDP would have pulled it out. ZDP yeah. had my vote for sure. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned... And he was a standout. He was the star of this show. Not yet, though, boys. What? For him to be a champion. Not yet. He's already been a champion. Has he? He's been a tag team champion. Uh, yeah, but for him to be a singles champion, not yet. Well, I, I, he... Definitely put on a show and made this match so much more entertaining. I mean, biting people. He he walks the the top rope like the Undertaker at one point while he's biting. He it was Orion, right? Yeah, I think B- so. biting Orion's fingers and walking across the rope, and then doing the the helicopter in the middle of it with the uh, the ladder around his neck, just spinning and spinning that and was, spinning until I that got concerned good. for the man. Yeah, yeah, he was dizzy. Oh God, he he was the best. So you know, hats off to you, EDP. You I, may not uh, have been the one who walked out with the gold, but uh, you definitely um, were very impressive. I think in in performance wise in this match, though, you can make a real argument that Orion should have. He deserved to win this. He he also he did an put exceptional on a job. Great show, man. Nobody, you know, nobody was really no. There in there this wasn't match. anybody who was like, yeah, you shouldn't have been in there. Or, yeah, you just had a bad night. Yeah, he you so, sucked. He or, sewed so well for every one of them. Yeah, and, and some of the best moves. He he was part of the the other guy. And as we come them. down to the finish, it it gets down to basically Manny and Maximo. It does. And the 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 energy between them is just so. Mm-hmm. It, it it's it's real fun, and I'm I'm just hopeful that we, uh, we do see more of that because, of course, at the the end, uh, Junta Peso Manny Domingo does pick up the win. He did. I was surprised. Uh, I, I, well, he's so over right now. They they need to let him hold the belt for a while. But I uh, don't think he's going to hold it for a while. Well, I I, I hope to kind of see a program between him and. Uh, and any Maximo. Well, yeah, any yeah. of them, but Mac, him and Maximo were ju- just so good together. They I do. They see got them. good chemistry in the ring for sure. Yeah, so if they're not going to team up, they may as well fight. That's my theory. <laughs> 
Anything else you want to say about this before we uh, move on to the next match, Mr. Hans? Just congratulations, Hoda Pesos. Yeah, it well is. Earned. It is good to see uh, the gold around your waist. Yeah, and we are all uh, very proud of you for a hard-earned victory. So congratulations, an unofficial congratulations, unofficial. by the way, uh, unofficial to yes. the official Rush Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, and I hope that we get to see this rush belt defended and contested more often than we really did with uh, with Cal. As much as I love Cal Hero, sure, and I do love Cal Hero, not quite like a son. I mean, I love Malachi, but uh, <laughs> I think but, you can count on Manny Domingo defending that title. Oh, sure, yeah. All right, so we uh, we continue with the multi man matches into bout two. Yes. Oh wait, yeah. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah. Uh, and the second bout of the night. Uh, is a uh, carryover from that the Thursday show two days before where yeah. uh, um, Mammoth, uh, Donovan, Cecil, and TW3 uh, picked up the win. They were uh, confronted in the ring by Beaches and Cream who were upset by uh, their loss to, uh, it is Tusks and Shades? Now. No. Chains. Chains. Tusks and Chains. I'll try to keep that straight. Uh, anyway, so they uh, had a confrontation in the ring, and Luscious Lawrence uh, makes some threatening remarks, uh, alluding to somebody not walking out at the yeah. end of Tough Love. And we get into oh. this match, and uh, both teams look great. Uh, new ring gear for Donovan Cecil is... Matching TW3 is nicely. excellent. With the 8-bit um, mammoth. Yeah, with yes. the 8-bit mammoth and the... Uh, um, I guess that would be kind of Super Mario Brothers themed uh, tights for for T Dub. Or is those Tetris? I always thought those were Tetris themed. I they look like they're that. blocks. It re- it reminds uh, me of uh, the Super Mario blocks, except for in this case they were uh, yeah, it's kind of uh, like the wall, like pink and, the, and pastel colors or bright colors. Okay, so T W three is an underground level of Mario. Got it. So, yeah, are the normal sort of, of innovative offense from Tusks and, Shade, Tusks and Chains. So I thought, we may as well get this out about Tusks and Shades, because I think we're going to make this mistake more. Tusks and Shades. So Tusks and Chains is what they're calling it. Tusks and Shades is what I thought they said on the night. Yeah. Uh, like, I even asked uh, lovely Linda Kay, like, what was that? And she tried her best to communicate with me, and I thought, sure, she said tusks and, sh- and shades. Yeah, like, but the, the, <laughs> the crowd was so into it, it was hard to really hear anything. I anything. sat beside you the whole night, and I had a hard time hearing you. Mm-hmm. It was hard to hear, like, the uh, TV screen, for sure. Yeah, the, there, there was no hearing any no. of the, the video clips, really. But... Uh, um, I mean, that just goes to show you how into it the, the crowd was. It was hard to hear the person next to you because of all the uh, the excitement and the murmuring and, and what have you. The crowd was over. Yes, most oh, yeah. definitely. Well, all of this was so well, like, staged and, and, and booked, getting ready, building up to this. It was so well put together, the, generally. The, the formers were great. And here, here's the part where they start picking on T-Dub's leg. Well, a little bit before this. Well, yeah, we're we're not. Well, quite see, he's there already yet. no, he's already hopping around. Right yeah, here. they that was one thing that Beaches and Cream did. They focused on the leg of TW three, right. which made it hard for him to to get around as much. And uh, you know, he's a high flyer. He's 
you know, all over the place, but he, he had some mobility issues, which was good heads up ball as a, a tag team on, on their behalf. I mean, if, if you're going to, you know, successfully win a tag team match, uh, find one of your partners or find one of your opponents, find their weakness, hone in on it, yep. walk out with the win, which T-Dub still managed, even though they were focusing on the leg, it was T-Dub himself who got the pin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pin. So, T-Dub and Donovan Cecil come out with the win, but that is the celebration is short-lived because, lo and behold, uh, Luscious Lawrence hits Donovan Cecil in the back with a steel chair. While and he has TW3 on his while shoulders. While he has TW3 in his shoulders. They t- take him out of commission. He rolls out of the ring, which leaves a two-on-one disadvantage for uh, the 80s baby uh, both Omar Amir and Luscious Lawrence had uh, steel chairs and, and you know, here's the, uh, seriously inflicted ouch. some damage mm, right yeah. around the uh, coast, yeah. a, a vicious streak the likes of which I have not seen in either one of these individuals but uh, <laughs> wow my my little girl will be happy when uh, Luscious quits being mean I, I'm sure she will <laughs> she, I know how she El- gets Isabella it, but feels she's about just him. like Okay, you know, so yeah. <sighs> just, just God, that's just so yeah. hard to they watch. Sell they it so well. Just, they uh, they put uh, poor T Dub's leg in one of the steel chairs, and then Omar a, Amir hits him several times. Uh, they gave him a concerto. Yeah, yeah, uh, and no word yet as to whether or not his ankle is broken. I did reach out to T Dub. Oh, uh, did you? Yes, on uh, I sent him a message and I I said hey. I, I hope that you're okay. That was really, really hard to watch. Congratulations on the win, but uh, we, we hope you're doing all right. And uh, he more definitely cheered. For he you, he didn't does. say a whole lot. He just said that he. Y- well, they never really. You, can. you guys, you guys hear this? Beaches and cream. He he said he's going to get his revenge. Oh, he will. And well, yeah. uh, we. Uh, this is certainly not we, over. We may be. Uh, talking to them in the near future we are certainly uh hopeful and to do we'll, that we'll yes. have to uh we'll get some words with them about these recent developments I and watch uh, it, that cream though Ooh. <laughs> i'm i'm getting all of the front, i'm getting all the the entire studio scotch guarded before they come in just well in it's case. not like they're going to be covered in glitter unless they wrestle ryan von rocket before they show up so or anytime I, in like a week before yeah, yeah. so I, I guess that's probably a good idea anyway all right so let's move on Match bout number three is speaking of speaking of glitter glitterific. Yes, speaking of glitterific, uh, is the most successful man in professional wrestling, Carson Drake, versus Ryan Von Rocket with the Rockets in tow, Crystal and Katie. Uh, Been some occasional absences from them uh, as of late, but they are back and fully in, seemingly fully in Ryan's corner. Mm -hmm. Can't stop the rock. No. Before before we get into this, let's let's back it up just a second. So when we were in line, we talked to a lot of people this week. We sure did. And there was one thing that came up, and I hadn't really thought about it until it actually came up in conversation. And I feel like we should put a poll either on the OVW Facebook page or the unofficial fan zone. Glitter or no glitter? Are you team glitter or are you pro-glitter or anti-glitter? I, for one, I think I'm more on the the glittery side than not because, I mean, you know. I'm pro glitter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's, okay. Let's yeah, I mean, let's have some glitter. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I love a microplastic okay. as much as the next. Three guy, out so. of three OVW podcast uh, announcers today are pro glitter. So mm-hmm. if you 
are pro-glitter or if you're anti-glitter, maybe uh, let us know in the comments on this if we don't already have a poll up on our Facebook page. But uh, I just thought that was an interesting we'll, we'll talk to have. Yeah. yeah, we'll get one up there. Yeah. Uh, so, hashtag pro-glitter, hashtag anti-glitter. Yeah, because we were talking about Ryan Von Rocket and, you know, we've been talking about the glitter. They've been talking about the glitter on the commentary team uh, several times, but that's not what this match is about. This match is re- about revenge mm-hmm. on Carson Drake for smashing that champagne bottle on Ryan Von Rocket's head well, and plus just a couple of days before. Groupies. And trying to steal his ladies. I mean, that's I mean, no that bueno, bottle, dude. That bottle shop. Bam! No bueno. I, I, yeah, I was close. I, I love yeah. that he went straight up on his head when he was selling that one hit. Yeah. Like, that's just crazy. Yeah. And yes, we were uh, we were close enough to actually get wet when that when that champagne bottle was really? hit. Well, yeah. I was. Brian was busy buying I, pizza. I, I was. Yeah, I was trying to uh, make my way through that uh, Wicks pizza. I I did. It took a little while because there's a uh, you, you know there, you there, there's a run on Wicks pizza. I, I I took your advice, which shows I'd listen to the podcast. And I, as soon as I got there, me and Isaiah got in line and uh, got us some Wicks pizza, some pepperoni. It was yeah. delicious. Did you put yeah. the Dano seasoning on it? I didn't, but I didn't know to. Until well, just now. yeah, you yeah, have they to. Have, they have. If you go around, they've the got corner like three or four bar. different types. They've got crunchy. They've Ooh. got spicy. They've okay. got chipotle, and um, I think the other one is like sawdust. I, I don't know what the other one is, sawdust. but uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, they're all really good. Don't get me wrong. That is not a knock on Daniels. I just can't remember what the the fourth one was. But I usually go with uh, spicy and uh, chipotle. Chipotle, okay. A little bit of both. I want to try the, what'd you say, the crunchy? Was that like bacon beef I haven't tried the crunchy. It, it looks... How can it, 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 with a name like crunchy, I didn't know this existed. How can you not have tried crunchy? I just want to know what it is. We'll be there again. We'll be there this Thursday. Thir- oh. Because, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Mick Foley will be there and he will be doing a meet and greet. And the, the oh, card yeah. for Thursday night show is it's awesome. Stacked. I, they released the whole card, which they usually don't do. Uh, they they have, and for the life of me, I, I can't remember everybody that's going to be there. I, I can pull it up on my phone, but we've got more important things to talk yeah, let's, about. We're not here to th- that's, <laughs> no. that's next week. Let's talk yeah, about what's yeah, going we're, on. Here. We're getting ahead of ourselves. So for all of the the snaws that led up to this, with the the girls on the double date, with the romantic comedy and the the and the champagne bottle and the whatnot. And Very now, clean, straight up, just a slobber knocker of a match. Good match. And I yeah, loved, I love the bandage on his head. That's a nice effect. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he got clocked with a, a bottle of champagne <laughs> for did. crying out loud. <laughs> that thing exploded. Yeah, but uh, this was this was a you know a hard fought match on on both accounts. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, well built up too, and yeah. then just no no nonsense. Finally, just let him go. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, I I agree with Jackman. Uh, Carson Drake does have the most punchable face in OVW right now, and uh, boy, he sure did. He got punched quite a bit, and you know the couple of atomic drops, um, which to, to be as him. green as he is, though, man, he does a good match. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah he's like techni- he's got the technical skills. Yeah, there's, there's I, no denying that. I've been watching him um, nice. between Spot Monkey and OVW for four years now. Uh, so I went he's... to what two different Spot Monkey shows with you so far? I think I'm gonna go to another one. Yeah, um, we're all gonna go to one soon. But so. uh, I, I remember Carson Drake. That's how good he is. Yeah, like, he was at one of them. We was at. And, he was. Uh, I, I definitely remember him. Yeah, we went to the uh, the Battle in the Berg. 
up in, in Williamsburg. Uh, all I know a couple is of September ago, and Jimmy Hart was there. High school gym. That's, yeah, that's what I know. Hey, but don't let that fool you. Just because it's a high school gym oh, no, doesn't mean it's a small time show. Just, it is exceptional. It's just every now and then I go to a uh, a random high school gym in Ohio with my buddy behind. So yeah, it's just a good time. Oh well, yeah. So yeah, Carson is definitely shows a lot of promise. Did not manage to pull it out in this match. No, um, Carson Drake uh, paid for um, his. Various uh, sins. His various sins. <laughs> um, with a, uh, he needed a, to. Like, yeah. You know, that's one thing about having a punchable face. Sometimes you, you need punch to punch it. it. Yeah, there you go. Count those lots. <laughs> Count those lots. So, <laughs> this is... <laughs> <laughs> that's a Star Trek joke, It, it took me <laughs> half a second, and then I thought... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. You sure? So did. now That's we're now trip. we're off on Picard. So no, we're no. not. Let's stick. Let's stick with this. So before we get into the the next uh, in ring action, uh, they do a couple of spots throughout the course of the evening, uh, Mahabali Shira and uh, Cash Flow for um, Hot baby. Point. Right. Oh yeah, Hot Point. Yeah, because uh, Hot Point was the sponsor of Tough Love, and they were out out in full force. They had can koozies, they had towels, they had T shirts. We have one of their signs here on set. If you're watching on video, it's hey, on. there it is. All right, yeah. look at that. I, I forgot that was in here, but uh, yeah, terrible that back towels. The other day. Yeah, they had uh, everything. So shout out to Hot Point, and if you need appliances. I mean, they're, hey, they're not paying us. But. No, no, I mean, not at hey, all. They're hey, not. Hot Point, anytime you want to give us a call, bring it, bring it. Please. Yeah, we, we, sure. we'll we be the official po- podcast of Hot Point. I oh, like yeah. clean clothes, too. I'm just saying. Just, we sure. all love clean clothes. So uh, they had a, a a sketch, and Cash gets something on his shirt. So Ew. what, what does that, that mean? He needs to wash it. It's laundry day. Mm-hmm. He's He's got to wash that shirt before he can wear it again, which is where Hot Point comes into play. Um, but then they they move on quickly, and then that brings us to the unsanctioned match, which is kind of an odd pairing with certified Luke Curtis and Mr. Pactacular, uh, former members of the faction, uh, who are you know competing together individually against. The masked, the masked individuals we saw at the Nightmare Rumble. Mm-hmm. and Would uh, you call this an uneasy alliance? Yes, that's very much what it is. Because uh, Luke Curtis flat out asked Pectacular, you know, what are you doing? Like, why are you helping me? And yeah. his answer was, yeah, uh, the, the enemy saying, of my enemy is my friend. The enemy yeah. of my enema is my friend. Yeah. So we are waiting in the beginning because they're not even sure whether these guys are going to show up after issuing that cryptic video challenge on Thursday. Uh, Hadn't been seen in the back, hadn't been seen in the parking lot, hadn't been seen at uh, uh, Gorilla Bob's or Wicks or even Miso's. Miso's got everything, but But they didn't have the mass men. No. So... Uh, Did they come in from the back? or They came in from the side. From the 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 back door. From the side, which I kind of thought they might. And even thought about, like, poking around outside just to see if I saw any anything peculiar just because you know see something say something take your camera and just and go look sure. around yeah and uh lo and behold they they do show up two masked men show up uh and walk in through the uh the side entrance mm-hmm. uh, through the crowd there they are and mm-hmm. uh yeah, they make come. their presence known 
we do have the, the match playing here in front of us. In yeah, case in case you're wondering what we're talking about. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and speed this up just a little bit. Yeah, maybe advance this in, into the actual match. Yeah. We'll so do what that. do we think about Luke Curtis and Pectacular as a tag team? Um, I mean, they've they've done it before. They are doing it now. I'm sure that they will do it do it again. They're both solid as individuals. Do I think that the whole is greater than some of its parts? Mm, I don't know. They certainly don't. I don't think they have the. the they don't the have the tag team experience. rhythm that a lot of other people do. Yeah, uh, like yeah, they're, they're say two. the Fallen or Beaches and Cream or they're two of the top stars. They in, are two of the top stars. So yes, in in terms of storytelling, this definitely makes sense, especially uh, since. Um, they've already both dealt with the masked men. The masked men uh, <laughs> just kind of play, you know, catch me if you can for the first few yeah. minutes of this match. They try to, you know, go outside of the ring to get to them. The the men go inside the ring. They go into the ring after them. The men go outside of the ring. They finally get their hands on them, and they're dying to get they the masks off of those masks, these uh, ruffians. Yeah. And, this, uh, this certainly was frustrating to the audience live at the event yeah the, the it, amount of time that they played uh pulling on the mat yeah. grab ass well <laughs> running around the ring like the, the amount yeah. of time it took them to get into the ring and start wrestling yeah was a long time I, I think a part of that lies in the fact that people wanted to solve the mystery of who these people are and they wanted uh certified luke curtis and mr pectacular jesse goddard to give them that answer Right he away, almost got it. In the, almost one of the masks did get pulled. Yeah. Yes, he did have to hide in his hoodie. They are also wearing hoodies. Yes, if, if, if it wasn't clear. Yes, yep. they're um, both wearing ski masks and hoodies. And we have some theories. Yes, um, we also have some some. Uh, we were second row, right there, basically under the hard cam. Yes, mm-hmm. so we were very close as this was going on. Yeah, and, let, let's uh, go ahead and, and, and the skip thing about, to that's that. That's great about being behind, right behind the camera where we're at. They're playing to our, our yeah. angles, so that's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. And, so uh, we're seeing everything one, basically as we saw it the night of. Yeah. Right. Or relatively close. Right. And uh, they did get one of the mask off. Yes. And he managed to keep his hoodie on. But right. what did what did we see? So, when that mask came off. What did we see? Well, I didn't see a whole lot. I, I, saw, I saw blonde hair. I saw blonde hair. Blonde hair. My so lovely, that's... My lovely wife was there, and she, she has a pretty pretty th- pretty good theory that I think is pretty solid, but I'm not sure how yeah, much we're, we Yeah, we're not going to spoil that. Yeah, we, we we're not going to say, but we, we have a theory, and we we mentioned that to a, f- a few people after yeah. the show, and did you, nobody confirmed or denied I think one of the, the few times I've ever been on here, we talked about the Netflix series, right? Right. Yeah. You know, just just maybe give it a watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's there for you. It's trending yeah. on Netflix. It is. Hashtag Wrestlers Netflix. So this match does end when a third masked assailant a, a shows up. Masked. Which tracks because when there we were, first yeah, saw the masked men, there were three. And then and they literally jump in a car and they had an Uber <laughs> waiting. But, but before that, before that, when we the third man appears... Mm-hmm. He's got a foreign object. 
Oh, and, oh, yeah, oh yeah, he's got a pop, doesn't he? Pop. It, it yeah. looks to like me, a whiskey thief. To me, it looks like a whiskey thief. Now, if you don't know what a whiskey thief is, and up until last year, I didn't. None of us did, really. No. Uh, a whiskey thief is how one might draw. It's like a giant straw that yeah. you would use to retrieve whiskey from a barrel if you did not want to dump out all of the whiskey. And so it's, it's basically and it's like the, a, a long yellow or, or a long copper tube. And you put your thumb over the end mm-hmm. after you dip it into the whiskey, and you and pull it's the it out. Old, your, thumb, your thumb over the straw tree. Yeah, right. you, yeah. you can. That's that is exactly what it is. Love. So yeah. not only yeah. are we entertaining, we're also informative. Yeah, there you go. So it appears as though he did have a whiskey thief. So in my head, from now on, until I hear otherwise, I'm going to refer to the masked men as the whiskey thieves. The whiskey thieves. Okay, there you go. that's All not right. a ba- That's not bad. No, I like it. I mean, we're in Kentucky. Yeah. We- that There's was that, sure did look like a, that was a copper pop. If it wasn't a whiskey thief, it was sure a <laughs> copper pop. It looked close to one, that's for sure. Yeah. So, so, so there we go. It uh, there was no winner of that match because of the outside interference. But I fully suspect that we will see the whiskey thieves or whoever they end up being sooner than later. Yep. So we move on to the next match. Which we we've seen this match the last two Thursdays on uh, OVW Rise. Yes, and this is the so-called rubber match. This is the rubber match between Big Zoe and the Iron Demon Shane Mercer. Uh, Shane Mercer winning the first one in that uh, shaky uh, moonsault and battery off the top rope in the first match, and then Zoe being the winner of the second match. You can't just like walk out and be like, "Okay, we're both good." You have to have a it's winner. It's a tie. It's a tie. It's We're a all tie. going to be happy and have you know be friends and hold hands and we all get pizza. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm uh, gonna have a pizza one way or the other. Big, Big Zoe has impressed me in this little series with uh, Shane Murphy. He is. He yeah. is. So I fully expected uh, this to be an intense match, gloves off between the two, because this is about honor. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because well, they've been they've been kind of that cool sportsmanship vibe. Well, yes, in all three of yeah, these, they yes. have. So I, I figured mm-hmm. that there was going to be a it was going to be a gentlemanly exchange between uh, two um, respected individuals. But mm-hmm. uh, it it started off like that. You know, a lot of a lot of counters, um, a lot of telegraphed moves because the the two have already wrestled each other several times and know each other very well. Uh, they both had a great match. They did. They, they both did. had an excellent the, the match. The temper flares a little, though. Uh, it sure does. <laughs> the temper flares, the lightning yeah. crashes, and it turns into uh, a riot at the, the end of this. I'm going to go ahead and, and scroll ahead. Oh, look, there's the official official. The, yeah, Daniel the Spencer, official your, official, your, Daniel yes, Spencer. OVW head official. 40-year-old yeah. Daniel Spencer. Do we have a sign to point at? Oh, Wait, uh, we can point it. We there can, we go. We can point at this one. Yeah, come on, Victor. Join oh, us in our oh, sign. Well, we could play this. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I did tell you. Oh, I see what I did there? Guys, I, did see. I did tell you guys at the previous pay-per-view I was at, for whatever reason, the crowd I was sitting in was actively billing him. Oh, the crowd and, hates Daniel Spencer. And I asked, for really? Reason. I yeah. asked the colonel. I was like, because I was sitting next to him that night. I said, hey, colonel, I was like, do you know why they're billing him? He goes, he goes they always boo Daniel Spencer because he counts too slow. And I was like, oh, okay. So learn how to count, official, official. So, so let's not let's not give him too much trouble because he did sort of suffer at the end of this match. Yeah. Oh. So I, I just missed... The, the actual moment. The actual end of this match. It was it was a double count out. 
It was. So oh. this match ended in a double countout. Right. They literally knocked themselves Which out. Which would mean that they're still tied at one win and right. the crowd not really wanting a tie in the middle of a pay-per-view. And I right. can't say that I blame them as a wrestling fan. I was with them. Uh, started the old tried and true let them fight yeah. chant. And you know what? To his credit, and Daniel uh, Spencer was like, He did restart you know, the match. Oh, get it yeah, on. he sure did, didn't he? Yeah, he sure did. And yeah. that... Is where I, mean, I was this, jumping the gun with him getting hit because yeah, this that. is dramatic. Yeah, but yeah. Let's let's go back and actually see the moment where things kind of go awry. I mean, they're both they they both you know were counted out and they both got back in, so they're mm-hmm. both kind of frustrated with one another at this point. And Daniel and Daniel too as well. They because you know he counts real slow or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, on a count-out situation, wouldn't they want him to count slow? Well, I mean, he is a dose official. Yeah, but... They can only count to two. Yeah. Well, I guess he counts to ten here, but, you know. Good job. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. So, so yeah, this is where... It's, yeah, this yeah, is... I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm tra- oh, okay. There it is. Yeah, yeah okay. so they're, they're going back and forth, and they're... Uh, exchanging punches and they both kind of shove Daniel Spencer at the same time as if to like say dude just stay out of this this needs to be a street fight and it turned into a it turned into a brawl yeah. they had yeah, security here. come out from the back and tried to pull these guys apart it was like watching Jim Morrison get arrested on stage in Miami at wow. that show that kind of deal because That's it very was, specific there was just a whole lot of animosity and it just turned into a circus in in the middle of this they were Finally able to get the, the two men cleared and uh, restore order, as it were, as they as the kids like to say. They brought out Doug this. to bash him. Yeah, they, they did bring out Doug to bash him. And, oh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> here's, and he's slow sometimes. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, that's yeah, hilarious. They, they yeah. have a, another uh, cash I guess flow. that's the, the, the washer and dryer they eventually give away, isn't it? The one that they're showing there. I hadn't made the connection, yeah, but, but yeah, you're probably, you're probably right. right. Yeah. There, there was a hot point washer and dryer for all of your washing and drying so, needs so in the OBW locker room. One of Jackman's favorite wrestlers. Right yeah, here. the next match was, um, yeah, it was Sophia s- Rose versus Ari Alexander. Ari yep. Alexander. Great and match. This was a great match. It was a great, uh, not only was it a great match between Ari Alexander and uh, Sophia Rose, it was also a great palate cleanser for the fans in Davis Arena, historic Davis Arena. But oh, yeah. Do you mean after those two no decisions in after a row? After those two no decisions in a row. And uh, th- this was a great match between these two individuals. We've seen them both in singles competition quite a bit in the last two or three weeks leading up to this. And they both put on a, a heck of a match at this uh, at this pay-per-view. Yeah, love the love the green on, uh, on uh, Sophia. Yeah. Yes, and, and just, uh, yeah. Ari Alexander looked uh, great out there as well as mm-hmm. always. Uh, but Sophia Rose taking the uh, the win on this one. So congratulations to you. It was a hard fought match for both competitors, but uh, this time uh, Sophia Rose come comes out with the win. She sure does. It's so, a great show. Thank you, ladies. Yes. Um, so about eight was for the OVW Tag Team Championship. And this is a, a very, very well-expected thing between the Golden Lions and the Overmen, specifically Adam Revolver, the Human Thumb. Human Thumb. Human and thumb. known baby, uh, Joe Mack. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't know why they don't have themselves introduced that way, honestly. The the doll baby. No, yeah, yeah human. Yeah, stuff. if you've never seen the Netflix series, it's a, a running joke about yeah. uh, Gracie giving Joe Mac yeah. crap. Mm-hmm. Well, and he is a big baby, and he runs around with human thumb. Adam Revolver, human thumb. There he is. There he goes. Yeah, look, see. Err. Um, so before we get into this match, we've uh-huh. we've talked on camera and off camera about the vibe leading into this over the last the course of the last three or four Thursdays. Sure, where it hasn't felt like your normal week at OVW. It the the vibe has been different. The energy's the, the energy out. has has turned, and that's uh, you can feel it if you've been there enough. I mean, you kind of know what to expect, and then it just felt a little off. The, sure. the past couple weeks and as that's happened we've also talked about how the program itself has felt more of like a street fight like a two-hour street fight with a couple of actual sanctioned wrestling matches in because there's been a lot of brawls, a lot of chaos and moving into the uh the tag team match um it has very much felt like that, especially coming off of the match between Mercer and, and Zoe, mm-hmm. uh, leading into a, uh, a, a back uh, security clearing brawl. Um, and this one uh, had the potential to be that way as well with the, uh, the bad blood between uh, the Golden Lions and uh, the Overman. You're looking for some slobber knockers. Oh yeah, yeah. and we They've were been doing it lately. Man. We were not disappointed no. at all. Um, <coughs> Joe Mac and uh, Human Thumb, Adam Revolver, <laughs> make it to the ring. Known baby and Human Thumb. Known baby and <laughs> Human Thumb. The one thing about being the Human Thumb, man, <laughs> it, his chest looks great after Cash gives him. The yeah, there, Cash lays into him with the choppiest of choppy chops. <laughs> it's yeah. like if, if Cash Flow ever gets like to do his. His handprints in yeah. like the the Gromit's Chinese Theater in in California. Yeah, we know yeah. what it looks like already. We sure. can just look at Adam Revolver when he's taking it. The it also reminds me of the uh, the Andre the Giant shirts from back in the day because they just had a p- picture of his big red hand right. to illustrate how big his giant hands Remember were. When he used to engulf Mean Gene's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of scary looking. Like it would go. To, his finger would like touch his chin. Yeah, that yeah. It, when he was on the set of The Princess Bride, he kept Robin Wright warm by solely putting his hand on her head. On her head. Yes. Yeah. Like she was, uh, you know, they're in Europe. It's bitterly cold and rainy, and she is freezing. And the story goes that he kept her warm solely by putting his hand on top of her head. That's what Adam Revolver's checks looks like after Cash Flow hits him with one of the chops that I will have one of these days. Oh, you take a chop from Cash? We've already talked about this. Okay. He, he only already, asked me like three times. Somebody, some of us already have. But oh, uh, there you go. we look forward to the day you do. Mm, okay. One of these days, mm-hmm. there will be chops. Maybe I'll have chops for you. I don't know. Get it oh, done. Well. We'll, we'll, we'll just we'll see. We'll okay. see. Again, good lot, mo, lots of good wrestling in this in this bout. Yeah. Oh yeah, they went back and forth well. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. they got in the ring and actually did things. I'm always happy when <laughs> when that happens in a wrestling match. Yes. Because that doesn't always happen. It does not. Yeah, both teams looked great. Uh, Cash flow and uh, Shira. Have been doing this for a while. Shira using cash flow as a weapon mm-hmm. and slamming him on uh, on their opponents. Mm-hmm. Um, they go back and forth. It, you you really want to see uh, the Golden Lions get their revenge on uh, the Overman 
but is that what happens? Not this time. It is. It there is were, not. Once again, there were no winners, and but there was a loser. There, yeah, and the loser was referee Charlene. What I our, can't remember our, our, our name, deepest, but, our deepest oh, sympathies. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it already, here's what happens: uh, cash flow being the owner and proprietor of the chop shop, chop shop. Was, wanted to open up. Wanted to open up and. He did, but unfortunately... He had an inadvertent customer. He had an inadvertent customer, and that was referee Charlene. Mm -hmm. And so she received the full brunt of that chop. She She took a nice bump. Yeah. 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 I I haven't taken a chop from Cash, but I took one from Crixus, so I know that they are all no joke. And any... uh, you, anybody out there who says, "Oh, that wrestling's fake and nobody yeah. really gets hurt," bullshit. Yeah, she, she, she's she drawing her no, her her knees up to her chest. She is that woman is in hey, pain. There went, yes, there went. So, what's his name's mom? <laughs> <laughs> I have already went through un- twenty minutes the, uh, of apologies. The uncertified mother of Luke Curtis. <laughs> Uh, comes out to attend. And this is the moment. Charlene. Yes, when this this was the moment in this evening when I was like, <laughs> "Oh, look, there she is." That's obviously not Luke Curtis's mother. Yeah, this but, was the moment when I realized that I was going to have to come on here and apologize. That, uh-huh. that Already neither, took place. I'm still is, sorry. Yes, if you, if you missed the formal apology issued by uh, producer Brian K. Woodard, mm-hmm. Tiny Brian K. Woodard, mm-hmm. uh, please see the previous episode. In the podcast feed, or or, or just yeah. skip it. Uh, just no, skip. no, no, no. If that it hasn't been done. on YouTube yet, you got to watch this because be on YouTube that last episode was a circus. I it mean, Jackman was producer for the first segment. You came out and issued a formal <laughs> apology. He sat uh, in my chair we, back we there. We laughed. We cried. Uh, we talked about wrestling and Folgers crystals and all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was great and. Um, so, so was this pay-per-view, as a matter of fact. Which leads us to the main event of the night. Yes. First of all, congratulations to the OVW women's division on headlining the Tough Love pay-per-view. And not only headlining the pay-per-view, but uh, doing it in such uh, dramatic fashion mm-hmm. and putting on such a spectacular TLC tables, ladders, and chairs match. It was awesome. It was it was something else. As good as the ladder match was, I think they they chose the right group to end it, and they stole the show. They yeah, they really it did. Great. Yeah, they they sure did. I mean, on one hand. We have the Bad Girls Club. Who now have matching jackets like they're the pink ladies, except they're black. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, no. They're, they're not. The jackets are black. <laughs> the jackets are black. <laughs> yeah, the pink ladies. We, we're, yeah. We're, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now we're on the same page. Yes. So that would be Dream Girl Ellie mm-hmm. and... Layla Gray, Layla right? Gray. No, uh, again, Tiffany is uh, Tiffany is out. Friend and of the show. Is, there is a yes, friend of the show. Uh, she appears in a video segment, uh, but like just relaxing by so, fire. Is she just sort of chilling? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's uh, the two bad girls versus Hollywood Haley J, mm-hmm. uh, Freya the Slayer, OVW Women's Champion, Champion. Mm-hmm. and they are joined by. Uh, new women's OVW standout, Hema. The gym and the crown, so yes. to speak. Yeah. She's awesome. Yes, which, I mean, it's a it's a handicap match, two-on-one. Good guys versus the bad girls club. Three-on-two. Three-on-two. Three on two. Okay, yeah. sorry, I, I got all excited it's because okay. it's a really Math good match. hard, dude. Let's just move on. It, hey, it is. <laughs> so, at the beginning of this match, I was, you know, I 
was back coming back from the restroom. So I missed the major part of this at the very, very beginning. And well, yeah, they milk it for everything. The, you know? They, they all do. Have they their milk entrances. it for everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Haley is the last one to join the ring. Mm-hmm. And Layla takes the mic and she talks about how the Bad Girls Club is everybody else is playing checkers and they're playing chess and they are one, two, three steps ahead. Mm-hmm. And in this case. Yeah, and while they're saying that, Freya and, and Haley are kind of standing there facing they're, off they're with them. They're staring. And uh, him is on the top rope, yeah, kind of behind him, like yeah. backing him up like a gargoyle or Batman no, or ninja something. Style. Yeah, ninja, which yeah. Uh, Haley and Freya both had steel chairs, which are totally legal in this match because right. it's a TLC match. Mm-hmm. And they were going to lay into the Bad Girls Club, but Hema, their tag team partner, turned Brilliant. on them mm-hmm. and hits them both with a missile drop kick off the top rope. And Great that sends story. them into their steel chairs, which puts them at a disadvantage. Right off the bat. The mm. 3-2 advantage swings quickly back to the Bad Girls Club before right. the match even begins in proper. And I'm pretty sure that drop kick bloodied Freya's nose. That drop kick bloodied Freya's nose right off the bat. Which was so, not part so, of the plan. So no, it leave, was not. They leave her here right here so she can fix her nose here in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. It was like she was facing right at us. Yeah, it was hard yeah. to miss. And they got and a towel over there, but but she got her nose fixed up and uh, and had a great match. But all, yeah, still, all five of these ladies put on. Such I mean, a great the show. the damage was done right off of the bat. Oh yeah. So it was three on two, and you know Freya had a bloody nose, and they basically just picked them apart. The old well, uh, divide and conquer. Well, mm-hmm. now Freya and and Haley did 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 get their part. Well, we're, they, we're yeah, making, they did, but in fact, there was one point where they p- kind of piled the bad girls in with a bunch of chairs and kind of a shades of ECW kind of moment. Yeah, yeah. okay, there was that. I am I am getting myself. I yeah, I that, sit corrected because I'm not standing up. No, mm. but you are right that in the end it, the numbers game was just too much for Haley and Freya. Oh yeah, yeah. three on two advantage. It's hard it's, to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's the uh, oh that ladder. That oh, hurt. Yeah. They they. Uh, yeah the the ladder the ladder came out at the end and uh, it was a it was a brutal match. It wasn't was you know your your garden variety match mm-hmm. and uh, it was just as good a tables ladders and chairs match as as I've seen anywhere else. Oh yeah, they they really and they finally everybody was chanting well. Not everybody, but a good portion of the crowd was chanting, get to tables, and they finally got them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great. And those uh, tables came from room 304. Oh, wherever that was. Wherever that was. Somewhere. Joe and, uh, Joe Cooley has confirmed this. Those tables, which are now broken, came from room 304. 304. All right. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Yes. So, yes, it does end badly for Freya and Haley. But yes, they, that is, they're, they're, see, there's the stack. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they do have their moment, but it ends badly, and unfortunately, the bad turns to worse. Yeah, the the bad girls club come out with the win, uh, resoundingly pinning Hollywood Haley J in a three on one pin. Yeah. Um, and and just no, as everybody's getting up to leave, people are getting up to leave. Right. Layla Gray stops them and says, "Hold up, yep. I'm not done." And the crowd goes silent. Uh huh. And I hadn't I hadn't thought about this, but uh, Haley, or, uh, uh, Layla won the Women's Nightmare Rumble, mm-hmm. which means that she can cash in for a title opportunity. Mm. Yeah, it's basically a money in the bank situation. Yep. Yes, and uh, Freya was knocked out. Yep. And- before Haley was pinned, so that was 
Was that the shortest match in OVW history? Maybe. Certainly the shortest one I've seen. Same here. Weird. Certainly the shortest one I've seen. From bell to bell, that couldn't have been more than... 15 what, seconds? At, yeah, at the most. I was thinking maybe half that, maybe seven. It was ding, 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 one, two, three, ding, 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 done. Yeah. And, and Layla Gray, she stole the show. At the yeah, end. so I mean, she is the new OVW Women's Heavyweight Champion. She, and she congratulations did. to yeah, her congratulations. For, for the strategic... She, yeah, she I mean, to know what to do there. That she earned a, a total fan. total like, jerk move. But what do you expect from the Bad Girls Club? She earned a fan, my little girl, that night. Yeah, she, yeah. she was wow. excited afterwards. You know, when they go to the table and stuff, took a picture with her, and she was excited to meet her. Wow, nothing succeeds yeah. like success. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that. That'll that'll do it. All right. So yeah, loaded. We've got we've got things that were settled. We got things that are unsettled. Basically, we're set up for. What's going to be next? The the what's the name of the March pay per view? Uh, March, March Mayhem. Mayhem. Yes, yeah. Not, Already have our tickets. Not the other one, the one that you're not allowed yeah, to say. Not the one that's tra- that's trademarked. No, Mayhem. Mayhem. God, that's madness. Sorry, it would <laughs> disapprove <laughs> disapproving grunting. The oh. lawyers for the NCAA. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Oh wait, so oh, yeah. one more thing. Yeah. At the very, very end of it, it doesn't end on a bad note. It ends on a very good note, actually. Uh, so the sketches uh, throughout the course of the night featuring hot point appliances, which allow cash flow to do his laundry and have a nice clean shirt for the end of the night. Yep. Um, he does come out in a clean he, shirt. He does come he out does. in the shirt that he washed with the hot point appliances. And uh, they... Did a giveaway, Maybe. and they was it just uh was it a whole entire laundry set? Yes, yeah, it was, it was washing a washer and dryer. Okay, and that laundry set provided by Hot Point Appliances went to Gracie's dad. Yeah, Gracie's, Gracie's family. family. Gracie's yeah. family. So, so congratulations. congratulations to the the Brockies, right? I'm not sure. I'm I'm almost positive. It's Gracie's family. I, I know him when I see him. His name's Wesley, but I yes. I want to say Mr. that Gracie. is yes, Mr. Gracie. Uh, congratulations on your win, and may your all your laundry be hot point clean. All right. All so, right. Jackman, anything else you want to? Uh, I'm Jackman. Jackman. Jackman, wherever you are, our thoughts no, are with you. Yet. Obviously, we, we, we are not Jackman. No, no we are Brian, not. Brian, anything, anything you want to comment on before we get out of here? Uh, well, at, I mean, it was a fantastic show as always, and I feel like mm-hmm. OVW has. I mean, not only were they cranking out a great product before, they're they're ratcheting up another level which i didn't think was possible i mean this pay-per-view and the three weeks leading up to it were a whole other level of uh just product from them and uh you know hats off to all all you guys everybody it's just one great show after another and we wouldn't be we wouldn't be back there week after week after week uh, if, if they if weren't it making wasn't. it necessary. And I think we talked about it on the way down there, and this makes our seventh trip to Louisville this year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Already. Um, and we're six weeks into the, the year for crying out loud. Yeah. I make it a point to ask my kids every time. It's like, are you guys tired of going yet? Nope. nope. Resounding no. They're nope. ready to go. So, yeah. Victor, they, any they sure your thoughts? Are. I mean, I'm with Brian. I, I missed the uh, week before last, and I'm still sad about it. Never did get a chance to catch you up. were in Mexico. I was in Mexico, sunning it up. Mexico. And, uh, yeah, it's nice down there. So 80 degrees. and uh, I have never been. One of these days I will. Yeah, it was cool. Was it San Juanteneo? Y'all follow... Uh, no, Cancun. <laughs> no? Okay. No. Y'all follow Victor on his socials at Vito X Me, by the way. V-I-T-O-X-M-E. Some people say Vitox. 
That did they do? You some? you are Vitox on my phone, and you have been uh, for a oh long really? Time. Yes. Okay, yeah. The Vito X me thing is yep. a, an email address I made up years ago. And it, Actually, I made it if it, I remember correctly. It, well, we kind of came up with it together because like there that. was no options. We right, kept trying and, uh, other things, and uh, it kind of became my online handle. So if you ever see Vito X, it is me. That is true. <laughs> All right. Before uh, before we go, I try to get <clears throat> I try to get merch from. One person every time I go okay. to Davis Arena. And this time, I was on my way out, and I saw something. I thought, oh, I need that. So b- before we even get to that, because this kind of ties into this story, one of the things that really made the last uh, match, the Tables, Ladders, and Chairs match, uh-huh. uh, really just kind of like unnerving and scary was the return of the Primal Scream. We that lost right past yeah, that. We, I mean, you used to just get one yeah. when Dream she Girl was Ellie was on her own. But <laughs> this time, it, it was there right off the bat. Like, as soon as uh, Hema oh, hit that drop kick. Yeah. Um, I mean, right off the bat with the primal screen. Yeah. And it, it makes me very much think of something else that you and I are going to get to uh, probably later than sooner. And that would be um, a, a trip to the, the Black Lodge. And you, I know you don't know what that means now, no but idea. you will one oh, of the these days. Okay. You know, you. but you do not. And okay. just remember, when we get there, you asked for this. Okay. So there so we finish are. finish your story. But anyway. We're, we're, we're so hanging off the edge here. I, I saw this poster, and I thought, oh, man, I need to have that poster. I didn't bring it of with Orion. me because I don't have uh, a frame for it. What but, was the poster of? Uh, it was an Orion poster, Ooh, okay. but it was in Japanese. It had Japanese writing. And uh, so I wanted to buy one, and Ellie was standing right next to where the poster was. Mm-hmm. And uh, Orion was on the other side of the arena, so she yells for him, Orion! <laughs> Nothing. Orion! Back off the mic when you're doing the oh, yelling. Nothing. So then she basically launches a primal scream across Davis Arena to get his attention, kind of like, I'm your mom, you're in trouble, and you and better get over here. And it sure did. He and came right over and was like, oh, you want this poster? That sure, last scream lasted yeah. five seconds. He was by her side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And when she did that last scream, Kathy like stepped away from her. And now you know how I felt when yeah. I, I tried to question her in the uh, yeah, in the warehouse. Thing. Go yeah. go look in the archives of our social media. Uh-huh. You'll find that uh, if you haven't seen it, then there you go. But mm-hmm. uh, that that was it. I didn't bring it in because I don't have a frame for it. But I will bring that poster in and I keep will, an eye out for it. On we, our set we will here. play uh, behind show and tell oh, at some point. Okay. But uh, right. that that's my story. So there we are. All right, take All us right. out. So, the OVW Podcast, the 10th Carney Award-nominated unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling is produced by Blacklight Moon Productions at Nuthouse Studios in Lexington, Kentucky. The OVW Podcast broadcast team is Jack Minotes and Accentia and also Brian Hines. Our, uh, our studio engineer and associate producer is Malachi Woodard. P.S. I am the executive producer and editor-in-chief of this here podcast. I'm Tony Brian K. Woodard, and our senior producer for The Blimp is Victor Anderson. That's what they tell me. After you watch Wrestlers on Netflix, and we do recommend you watch Net- Wrestlers on Netflix. We sure do. Visit ovwpodcast.com slash podcasters to find all episodes of our unofficial Wrestlers After Show Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Rate us five stars and give us a review. And you can also follow OVW Podcast on Instagram. Or it's at OVW Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, X, 
um, other mm-hmm. things. And also follow us to the Davis Arena. Come see OVW Live and meet us there. Thanks so much. Beware of rabbits. They care. Be careful. Man.